Welcome in to the 143. The stage is set for this year's Super Bowl. Chiefs Niners, what an electric championship week. We're coming at you at the conclusion of the AFC and NFC championship. Two phenomenal games. They did not disappoint. Nope. Um, it was a great weekend of football, and we are excited to talk to you about it this week. Yeah, we're um, we're bringing to you the highlights, what we what our takeaways from these games are, and um, let's get into it with your stat of the week. Brought to you by Andrews Logistics. The stat is coming into last week's divisional game, the Niners were 0 and 30 when trailing in the fourth quarter by five or more points. Now they are 2-30 and 30 because last week against Green Bay, they came back and won the game when trailing in the fourth. This week against Detroit, they were trailing by 17 at halftime. I think they were trailing by 7 in the fourth quarter, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. And won both games. The Niners are going to the Super Bowl. Crazy game out there in Santa Clara uh, that we'll talk to you about here in a second. That's your stat of the week. Kyle Shanahan and Brock Purdy, it doesn't matter anymore. They can come from behind. They can be front runners. They're just winners right now. Absolutely. Your player of the week, Travis Kelsey, pulled Mm. in 11 balls for 116 yards and a touchdown to help the Chiefs get that win over Baltimore. And, you know, Similar to Brock Purdy and Kyle Han- Kyle Shanahan showing up in big situations and winning, it's exactly what my boy Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes did. They showed up, played you know regular Chiefs playoff football, and got the job done in uh, in Baltimore. Uh, much deserving player of the week, Nick. How much of uh, his success would you attribute to his relationship with Taylor Swift? Absolutely none. He's been a dog since day one. This is nothing new from Travis Kelsey. I mean, I'm not. So, I mean, this playoff form of Travis Kelsey has been around since Travis Kelsey's been around. So it's been all him all day long. Well, honestly, I think Taylor Swift got more camera time than he did yesterday. Is what it looks like. I mean, in the game. hey, I'm. I kind of agree with you there. Yeah. So, um, anyways, I'm just joking around with Nick, but uh, I'm being dead serious. <laughs> we're here to talk about football. I'm just being serious. <laughs> so. Um, Aside from Taylor Swift, which was obviously the most important thing that happened this weekend. Yeah, um, obviously. So the games were great, were phenomenal. And um, Nick, let's uh, let's just start with the AFC Championship. That was the first game. It was a nice defensive battle. You know, you had two really strong defensive units going at it. The Ravens had one of the best defenses all year. Um, same thing with the Chiefs. You know, Steve Spagnola had been spoken very highly of, and the Chiefs defense, that second half of the season, they had really turned it on and shut teams down, and that's what they did to the Ravens here. Um, obviously, the first half was a little bit more eventful just because that was when, you know, both teams scored their touchdowns. But... Um, Ravens did a good job holding the Chiefs to zero points in the second half. Yeah. It was just unfortunate because what they were doing to the Chiefs is what the Chiefs were doing to themselves. The Ravens' offense really never got into, you know, a nice rhythm. Right, right. Lamar wasn't throwing it super well. He wasn't able to run it super well either, and so the Ravens' offense just 
was not able to do anything, and unfortunately that caused him to lose the game. Yeah, I mean, naming the, the game for the AFC Championship was just the, the Ravens really made a lot more mistakes than the Chiefs. I mean, the Chiefs yeah. really didn't make that many mistakes. They didn't really have – I don't know if they had any turnovers. I don't think they did. And then um, the Ravens fumbling the ball back at their own, like, 30-yard line. Lamar um, having that fumble, that strip sack. And then Zay Flowers trying to lunge across the goal line with um, Legereus Sneed with that amazing punch out. At the goal line, the Chiefs recover the ball Rolls in, in the, the back end of the end zone. Yep. Um, that was the game, essentially, right there in the fourth quarter. Ravens trying to bring it to a three-point game. Um, and then also just the amount of penalties that the Ravens had. They had five 15-yard unnecessary roughness slash roughing the passer penalties. And that really hurt them, especially going into um, halftime and, and things like that. I I don't I'm not the, the NFL is not rigged. Okay, the Chiefs didn't get all the calls yesterday. I thought that in just in general there were too many flags in the game, but yeah, it didn't I all go the fair. Chiefs' way. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but in 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 my biggest thing, my biggest takeaway is this. Okay, Dad gets a lot of. A lot of flack for not being successful in the playoffs. You want to know who else isn't successful in the playoffs? Lamar, Lamar Jackson. Jackson. So it, I think we need to talk about Lamar. I mean, what did you think of his performance yesterday? I mean, what I was going to say is, you know, you can th- lump Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen together in with Dak. That's not trying to say that, like, Dak is better than all these people necessarily, but it's like, the way we talk about Dak and his playoff ability, that same amount of criticism and shade should be looked, uh, should be used on Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen because they do just about the exact same thing that Dak does every year. But obviously, Dak's the only one of the three that gets bashed for it. And so I just think you know we need to just even it out enough yeah. of the double standards. Just um, judge everyone the same, right? I agree. Um, you know, I think what happened yesterday is what happened in the Bills game, okay? When the quarterback's first instinct is to run the ball, you're in trouble. You're not going to the Super Bowl with that, okay? That's not how the game is played. As a quarterback, your job is not to run the ball, all right? When you're having about as many rush yards as you are passing yards, that's a problem, okay? That's cool in the regular season. It doesn't fly in the playoffs because what the Chiefs did is they were like, you know what? If the Ravens are going to beat us, they're going to have to do it through the air. And that didn't happen because Lamar, he, yesterday, first of all, there were a couple throws that he completely missed. Some wide open one-on-ones down the field that he should have hit. Aguilar was one of them, likely was another one. And then he tried to force the ball to likely in the end zone into triple coverage and threw a pick in the fourth quarter. I mean, Lamar, if his first read's not there, he often wants to run it. He wanted to do that yesterday, but the Chiefs did a really good job of closing in on him to make him have to throw the ball from the pocket. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I think that was really their success. Like we said last week, Lamar's a run-first quarterback, and that's going to that's gonna come back to bite you. I mean, because the way you can defensively plan for that, you know, and and the Chiefs did a really good job. Spagnuolo did a really good job of getting them ready. They just had too many mental errors. You know, we pointed out all those things, you know, the penalties, interception, the couple fumbles that they had. Obviously, not trying to take anything away from Kansas City because obviously they they won that game. But, you know, the Ravens kind of beat themselves up yeah. a little bit. They didn't make it easy on themselves. Not defensively, though. I mean, I think 
Yeah. Well, I guess defensively, what they did was defensively were the unnecessary roughness um, penalties. Like they had, I believe there was one drive where they had three 15 yard penalties defensively. Um, And that just, those are momentum killers. Well, you just can't mess with the head of a player. So, quarterback, if you touch their head, like Clowney hit Mahomes' face and just laid him out. He he led head first. And then, yeah, led head first another time. And Mahomes, and then Patrick Queen hitting Kelsey with his helmet to helmet. You can't do that. Mm-hmm. And those are just boneheaded penalties that you could definitely avoid. Um, but in the end, though, uh, Lamar, uh, not Lamar, Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey, the duo is on. He was our player of the week. Travis Kelsey had a phenomenal, ga- phenomenal game, and that's his. That's Mahomes' guy. So I think the Mahomes Kelsey connection it's working really well right now. Rasheed Rice is looking really good. Scantling's catching balls. Uh, Sky Moore and Kadarius Tony are listed as hurt. They're saying they're not hurt. I've heard from multiple sources that they're not hurt. They're just not playing. But they're benched, which is a good thing for the Chiefs because I mean, they have not. They been would helpful. not be doing any any help. I think the Chiefs are. They got hot as the playoffs started, and they've remained. Hot. Obviously, the eyes were always the eyes are always on the Chiefs just because you know they're they have potential to you know bust this team out into a dynasty depending on what they do in this upcoming Super Bowl. But, um, you know, there were a lot of question marks on what they were going to be able to do this season. So they lost a couple – they lost. They played a couple pretty bad games that they lost. Obviously, they dropped the season opener yep. against Detroit at home. A lot of home. people were hoping for a rematch um, in the Super Bowl. They lost the Raiders there in the middle of the season. Drop passes were a huge deal. Um, there were a couple weeks they where led the league. Travis Kelsey was not looking like himself. But then, you know, playoffs rolled around, and they just proved everyone wrong. They just said, hey, we're the Chiefs. We've been here before. We know what it's like. You know, we're just coasting through the regular season. And then once we get into, um, you know, January, February football, that's when we that's when we turn it on. And that's when we show y'all who we are. Obviously, got to shout out Andy Reid. He's the main reason this team is so successful. I mean, Patrick Mahomes gets most of the credit. But, I mean, Andy Reid's the one calling up the plays for him drawing up the schemes, and Andy Reid's just a phenomenal coach. So getting them back here, um, you know, they're not satisfied with six straight um, championship appearances. Because that's not a dynasty. Unlike you know? some teams. you got to go out and get a ring to prove yourself yeah. as a dynasty. Just making it to the semis every year is not impressive. Yeah, I would agree. Like, there's some teams that think it is. There are some. There the are some. You can. That's what we hear from their fans. Okay. We're going to address that. Uh, in a few weeks. In but, a few um, weeks, stay tuned and we'll address it. Once that. the football season but is over, we'll we'll address it. They understand that, you know, the, they're not satisfied. The goal is the Lombardi trophy. It's a Super yeah. Bowl ring. So and they're in for the last five Super Bowls, so uh we'll see what they can do. Uh but also, you know, you just you do have to no matter how much you don't want to see the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, you have to give a lot of credit to the Chiefs because of how successful they are. Also, it's just feeling a little bit like Brady in the Pats, where it doesn't matter how they do in the regular season. You just get them a seat in the dance. Yep. Once January rolls around, they turn it on. You just got to get in. Show everyone that they're you know still about it, still still business. So uh, yeah, congrats to them. And the Ravens fall short once again. I just think, I think the Ravens they they still have some things to figure out. I also, I mean, I do think they kind of need. Some more offensive weapons. 
Yeah, they didn't need I think that's receivers. what it comes down OBJ to. OBJ was not the answer. Odell Beckham was not Bringing the him in in the offseason was not good. Zay Flowers was a great mm-hmm. pick in the draft. Yep. But, yep. I mean, that's just too much pressure on a young guy. Likely has been a great tight end. First year in the league to kind of have him come in and like expect to be the wide receiver one. Got to get another wide receiver option for the other side. Um, Absolutely. Their running back room is very... Young, very good. It's young and good, and they have a lot of guys, but the issue is keeping them healthy, right? Like, obviously, J.K. Dobbins got hurt at the very beginning of the season, um, and they kind of battled injury throughout that. You know, Mark Andrews, he's become somewhat injury-prone these last couple seasons. He missed some time this year. His backup's really good, though. Yeah, likely. Isaiah likely is good, but you I just in the end you got to teach Lamar that running is your fifth option as a quarterback. You need to have four passing yep. options before you decide you like it's got to be, you know, I either run this ball or throw it out of bounds. You know, one of those things. Exactly, throwing's yes, got to be the instinct for a quarterback. But congrats to the Chiefs going to the Super Bowl. Let's turn our attention to the later game, the NFC Championship game. That was um, a completely different game. A lot of offense and. Going into halftime, it was looking like the Lions were going to make it to the Super Bowl. I was going to say, it did not look great at first. You know, halftime, the score was 24-7 to in favor of the Lions. And so, I think, like a lot of people, what we were talking about is like, man, this is crazy. The Lions are going to go to the Super Bowl. But then, you know, the 49ers come out and they just punch him right in the mouth in the second half. You know, they start out with the ball, they go down. They get some points and then some costly, costly, costly turnovers from the Detroit Lions ultimately leads to their downfall. Yeah, um, in the first half, the Lions had 116 rushing yards. That's the most on uh, a Kyle Shanahan team in the first half. They were running the ball all over. Uh, they had three different rushing touchdowns from three different guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were just having their way with the 49ers defense. But, yes, come – Halftime, the Niners' offense turned it on. The defense got better. And then the Lions, there were some very big... Their offense just imploded on themselves in that second half. And it wasn't Jared Goff's fault. I think Goff played a great game. I think Goff put his guys in situations to win the game. Um, But we'll start with the Jameer Gibbs fumble. He got one carry in the second half, and it was a fumble at the line of scrimmage. Turn the ball over on the Niners yep. or on the Lions twenty yard line, putting them. What well stunk in. for that or for them is that eliminated every single shred of momentum mm-hmm. that the um that the Lions had, if they even had any, because at that point it was twenty four to seventeen. The 49ers had just scored a touchdown to put them within seven. And then the first play of this next drive, um, Jameer Gibbs fumbles it and puts it in prime territory for um, the 49ers. A couple plays later, they score a touchdown. And all of a sudden, what was a 24-7 affair um, is it's it's now it's a 24-24. It's a tied game. And then, you know, the Lions, they just could not get their offense going. Yeah. Um, a lot of drop passes for the Lions in yeah. the uh, second half. On a fourth and three, Josh Reynolds, ball hits his hand. They went for it. They didn't kick the field goal. Now, that was one of the times that Dan Campbell mm-hmm. all season, he said, I'm going to go for it. 
That's all. That's all they did. It was question it had been working for them, but it came back to bite them because didn't go for the field goal. Was that to tie the game at that point? Or no, that was to go up seven instead of four. Yes. I think that was to go up seven. Didn't kick the field goal. Um, and then turn the ball over. Niners go score on an IU touchdown. Then come back, and they needed another field goal, but they went for it again. Didn't get it. I mean, the first one, I don't. I mean, you can't really pin that on Dan Campbell or Jared Goff. You know, they drew up a good play. Good play ball right off his hands. He got Josh him. Reynolds open, and it bounces right off of his hands. And so that's just, you know, that's unfortunate. Earlier in that drive, um, they run a little flea flicker option or a, a flea flicker mm-hmm. play. You know, Jared Goff drops back, unloads a 50 yard. Dime. 40, 50 yard dime. Just an absolute bomb to Jamison Williams, who it just drops. He Jerkoff literally drops it right into the bucket and it goes right in between his hands. And then they end up turning the ball over later. Um, They go three and out, too. This was right after they fumbled it. They got the ball um, after the Niners scored a touchdown to tie the game and they go three and out. It was a third and 10 or third and eight or something like that, I believe. And Josh Reynolds, once again, he finds himself wide open, 15 yards down the field. Nobody within 10 yards of him. He would have caught it, ran for at least 20, and he drops the ball. And so the Lions yep. end up punting the ball away, and it was just it was just this endless downward spiral of the Lions just imploding on themselves, unfortunately. Yeah, um, just so many errors. But I will say, you know, the second time they went for it on fourth down with seven minutes left down three on the 20-yard line or 30-yard line, you kicked the field goal. Um, I agree. That's That was where I would disagree with what they did. Obviously, um, first time you try it, you try it. It doesn't work out. That's been Dan Campbell's M.O. for since he's been here with the Lions is, you know, I mean, Joseph already said, I mean, he made it clear that they're going for it on that's what they do. fourth down. But I think in that scenario – you just had too many mistakes. You know, you had already turned it over on downs once. You had already fumbled it and yep. given the ball back to the 49ers. You had already went three and out and punted it. It's like you're down here. Just take the points and tie the game. Yeah, um, in a playoff game on the road with the momentum clearly not in your favor at that point, you got to tie the game and try to get your defense to get a stop. Um, that ended up costing the Lions the game, but we do – I mean, you got to give – Tons of credit. I, the game was won by the 49ers. Absolutely. I don't think the game was lost by the Lions. I think the 49ers took control in the second half. Brock Purdy came out, completely different quarterback from the first half. I mean, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, he got George Kittle. C- Christian McCaffrey had, I want to say, like 70 rushing yards in the in the second, um, second half. And their offense just, you know – changed their plan and they got on it speaking of i think with that it should be noted slash pointed out that if you think brock purdy's a game manager i mean i think you're just straight up wrong because that's what it comes down i mean in in the nfc championship game they were down 24 7 at half right if you're a game manager you're not leading your team to a comeback 
in the second half when you're down 24 he had 48 rushing yards in the second half he 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 was not he was just not a manager he was not great the first half but um the entire 49ers in general just were not that's a really sound in the first half but then they came up second half showed up and showed out he threw for you know 267 yards um, like Joseph said, he ran for 48. That's something that we've not seen from Brock Purdy is him use his legs, but that was just elite playmaking ability. That's a game changer. Plays. Yeah. Not a game manager. I mean, exactly. he's the reason they won that game. It was not their defense. I mean, it was him, the reason that they won that game. And, um, you know, I don't think unless, if they win the Super Bowl, maybe he'll get his due, but still people are not respecting him enough. Just because he's not flashy like Lamar, you know, or he doesn't fling the ball, you know, 75 yards every play like Josh Allen or something, like Brock Purdy is a phenomenal quarterback. And what made Brady so great was his decision-making. And, I mean, Brock Purdy's kind of doing that where he's he really excels in making the right decision, making the right throw. I mean, what, I, would, I would agree. I mean, what it came down to is – in the most tense moments, like whenever the games matter the most, when the plays matter the most, he's out there performing, being productive for his team. Same right? thing like with Green Bay. I we're mean, seeing him make plays and um, lead comebacks and do what needed to be done. I mean, yep. I don't think you, I don't think it's fair to say that he's a game manager. And uh, multiple people on there on the 49ers roster, George Kittle in particular, has kind of come out and refuted. That, you know, he just said, I mean, obviously, they're a complete team, right? They have Christian McCaffrey, they got Debo, they got Ayuk, they got George Kittle. So, yeah, they're, they have they got talent. plenty of weapons, but you still need a guy that can mesh all of those weapons yep. together They've and get it to work. They've had those weapons for a while. This is not a new team. I mean, what I was going to say, I mean, it. Jimmy G had these same weapons and, you know. Didn't do much. He went to a Super Bowl with them, but they lost, and so now they're back with another quarterback, and you know, hopefully things will be different for them. But I think Brock Purdy has officially, you know, made himself known as an not a game manager, but a game changer. I mean, the Lions, what they've been known for is front running this entire season where you don't want to let them get a lead because once they get a lead, they can kind of seal the game. Um, and this time, you know, because of Brock Purdy's playing and – those turnovers, I mean, they they took the Lions out of the game, something that teams have been trying to do all season. But once the Lions get up on you, you can't really can't really beat them this season. But the Niners did, and Brock Purdy really um, – that whole comeback was orchestrated by him. And so the Super Bowl is shaping up to be pretty competitive. Both teams deserve to be there. Both teams Absolutely. showcased mm -hmm. in the championship games that uh, they are, you know, championship worthy and – I don't have any problems with either team that won. I think, uh, you know, I'm excited that Brock Purdy's in it. And, you know, Patrick Mahomes, look, everyone counted the Chiefs out. The Chiefs proved everyone wrong against the Ravens. People were just have just been waiting on them to lose, and they haven't done it yet. Um, so when push comes to shove, both of these teams uh, have shown that they, they can get it done in the fourth quarter, which in the playoffs, the fourth quarter, you know, is the most important and – that's when you know that's kind of when you see who the champions really are 
I think both of these teams really showed up in their fourth quarters they played. It's unfortunate for the Lions, you know, um, mm-hmm. the way it started. Uh, see, I mean, but still, I mean, you got to take this year and, I mean, I would say it's Lots a, of credit to the Lions. It's a success. They've turned their franchise like, around. It was successful. This season was successful. I mean, you lost by three in the NFC Championship Used to be the laughing stock of the league, not but a year ago. Yeah, you know? and then you flip right around, go 12-5, and five, win the division, and then, like I just said, you go to the NFC Championship and you lose by three to a team that could To a team that at the very beginning well, of the season was picked to, like, one of the— They could the, very well go on and win the Super Bowl. And also, they've been—I mean— The one seed. They had been—yeah, they're the one seed, and they had been smoking teams all regular season long. And so, I mean— you, you, I, I give you props. The Lions will be back done. next season. Be I back. like Dan Campbell. Yeah, I love what he's done for that. He's such a likable guy. What yep. he's done for that organization. He's really turned things around. Um, but it's just unfortunate that it's over. But you know, congrats to y'all for making it this far. Um, hopefully, the Cowboys will be there one day. Oh, maybe. Once we make some changes, well. Once we make some changes, we we'll be changes. there. But I was about to say, the unfortunate thing is, is changes do not look like they're being made. No, but um, you know, for the for the Lions, it's a successful season. For the Ravens, it is nothing but disappointment. The Ravens, yeah. this season were set to be. This was supposed to be their year, and they couldn't get the job done. Um, with the Ravens, it's looking like they're going to really need to work with Lamar this off season. I was going to say they have some severe self evaluating. Yeah, that they're going to have to do. They really hurt themselves in that game, and you just really have to work with your quarterback to make sure he knows. Because what know, I was going to say, do in these situations, is, I mean, Lamar's supposed to be the MVP this year, mm-hmm. right? And you just you didn't see it that nope. game from him, and so you've got some. You got to look in the mirror. Got to figure out what you need to fix because there are definitely issues that you need to fix. Overall, though, great NFC and AFC championship. Uh, Super Bowl's looking to be really good next week before the Super Bowl. We will be bringing you our Give Super you a little Bowl preview. Um, and, uh, we'll look at the Super Bowl. It is also unfortunate. You know, we got one game left it's almost over. in the NFL season. Got to enjoy it. So it's just, yeah, it's just, it you got to do too that. Fast. Sooner or later, this season is going to be over. And then, unfortunately, we're going to have to move on. And, and we got to find other stuff to talk about. Yep. But nevertheless, here is we like to end our shows on under review. Brought to you a quote from J.J. Watt. Mm. He said, if you do the bare minimum, expect bare minimum results. You want to be great, work to be great. That's a legend right there. That is the truth. Thank you all for tuning in this week. We will see you next week with our Super Bowl preview. This is Under Review, signing out.